Hi, my name is Ray Schneider, and you're listening to the Rarely Right Podcast. Now, where the Rarely Right Podcast name came from is that it's not about being right or being perfect in life. In fact, we're rarely right, but it's about being an active participant in our own stories, taking back the pen that somebody else took from us and beginning to craft our story in a way that creates positive energy and momentum forward. Now, I've been a counselor for the last eight years, and one of the greatest joys in my life is when I've been able to watch one of my clients have a breakthrough, when I've been able to see the light click on for them, and they realize, oh, I can do this because I'm already doing it. Welcome. Hey, everyone. So before I get started on today's topic for our podcast, I wanted to share something with you that a friend of mine is doing that I'm really, you know, just genuinely excited about for her. Her name is Tennessee Martin, and she is a film director, a film guru, and a writer out in LA. She's a good friend of mine. In fact, she wrote the foreword of my book, The My Silent Half Project, and she is taking on a personal project of her own called Hangry, and she's writing it about you know, family and about finding strength within yourself when things go sideways and what is the story of that. And I'm really, really genuinely excited about this. I know when you put any kind of works of art out there that talk about, you know, struggle, that talk about the complications of family, that talk about, you know, the dark stuff that also happens in the underbelly of that, um, it's, it's scary, It's really scary to do because it's putting yourself out there. And even if it isn't your full story, your story is laced inside that. And as we know, it's incredibly important to celebrate, but also really, really vulnerable to do. So she started a Kickstarter uh, two days ago to really get this up and moving. You know, she needs some support in order to get this project done. And I personally um, am, am really excited, as I mentioned. Um, I'm very honored. She's named the, the main character uh, Ray after me, Ray. Um, and I think that that's an incredibly humbling thing to have happen, to know that you are you know have been a beacon um, of strength in someone's story uh, for you want to have a, for you to want to have like this, this character named after you is, is kind of cool. Um, but that's not the important part. The important part is, is that there's a sister in arms out there who wants to share her story and who needs others to rally behind her. So please, please, please go and check out her project on Kickstarter. It's called Hangry. Um, you can also find her Tennessee Martin on Instagram, and I will be putting it up periodically on my story. So go to my Instagram, Ray underscore Schneider, um, if you want to also have a way to get to that. Um, every single dollar matters. She's only got 30 days to raise the funds. She's asking for literally what she needs, um, not really any cushion on there in my assumption, because I think it's kind of a low goal for, for where my headspace is when it comes to film. And so, um, you know, every dollar counts, one, five, 10, 20, um, you know, invest in this project if you have a second, if you have a dollar to spare, um, not just because she's my friend, <laughs> but because we should be celebrating each other's stories. And I want you to follow along as she continues to update us on how this is going and when it premieres, um, you know, hopefully approximately next March. So Hangry, go check it out. On to the topic of today. I was thinking the other day, um, and it 
didn't cross my mind again until about 20 minutes ago when I came to, to record this and I'm just going to fly with it. Um, I was thinking about what the, one of the most scariest things we do as human beings and one of the scariest emotions that we experience. And it may surprise you, but I think that it's hope. Hope is such a powerful emotion and it's so jam-packed with so many things depending on why you're encountering it and when you're encountering it. Because oftentimes when we're hoping for something, we're putting our stock in an aspiration, um, in a dream, or in a human. And hope is, is a terrifying emotion because it entangles our hearts and our spirits. It really pulls us into this vulnerable place because to get to hope, we're, we're immediately exposing our hearts to our wants, right? And so it's an incredibly powerful emotion, but it's also an incredibly terrifying one. And I've also noticed more than normal that the people around me, and I'm saying not that they're doing it more than normal, I'm noticing more than normal, that the people around me and how we're all really experiencing or maybe avoiding hope. Like when we meet new people or we go into a new job situation or we have the opportunity to do either, um, hoping that it's going to go right is just, it's scary because what if it goes wrong? What if I look silly or vulnerable or less than because I was really, really hopeful for something and it crashed and burned? I think hope triggers that secondary emotion inside failure, which is what will people think of me, right? When we fail, we get so caught up in how to look to other people. And I think hope does the same thing because if I hope to be, you know, doing this job one day or I hope to be with that person one day or I hope to be that person one day and it doesn't work out and I shared out that hope and I exposed myself when I shared that with other people and it doesn't happen, what will people think of me? So I think it ties into that weird place that you go with in failure as well. Um, But then obviously there's this more personal pieces of that, which is when we allow ourselves to hope and it doesn't work out, it's painful. You know, besides the fact that we're really worried about what people are thinking of us, which is, you know, normal and fair, um, maybe shouldn't be the central piece, but we're human. And so let's acknowledge the fact that that is a piece of it. But it's also the, I got my hopes up comment, right? I let myself get tangled up in this thing or this human or this experience or this dream and it failed I got my hopes up and now what do I do because sometimes when we get our hopes up and they crash and burn it doesn't feel like we land back on ground zero it feels like we go down further right it feels like we dip in and now we don't know what to do We actually feel like because I hoped, I ended up setting myself up for a loss. So I'm not where I was when I started hoping. I'm three steps backwards from when I started hoping. And now I feel like this less than broken creature. I think that's the scary pieces of hope. And I think very sincerely, it's why it's one of the scariest emotions that we experience because it's all based on a dream or an aspiration. 
And we soak so much energy into it. But on the flip side, hope is such an incredible emotion. While it does have the power to hurt us or make us vulnerable, hope has quite literally been a piece of the puzzle in cancer survivors' healing. Science has actually announced, like, I can't prove this. This isn't, this isn't part of the statistic, right? Patients who are more hopeful have a tendency to extend their life at the very least. And the same goes for those who, you know, go through really dark stages of grief um, or loss or depression. One of the most powerful emotions that can seep into the veins of that individual who's going through that dark space is hope. Because if they begin to have hope, they begin to move forward. And if you have ever been in a dark, dark place, if you have ever lost, if you have ever hurt, if you have ever gone through depression, if you have ever, ever had self-doubt to the point that you couldn't get up in the morning, then you know how powerful one step forward is. In fact, that first step is by far the hardest step. And hope, more often than not, is what moves that person forward. Because humans are pretty incredible beings. We're so resilient. We go through so much in life. We go through so much failure of ourselves, of our dreams, of our hopes, the the failures of others that impact us, sports failures, career failures, school failures, relationship failures. We go through so freaking much. And then you have to talk about all the other stuff, you know, loss and bad jobs and terrible relationships, whether that's romantic or employee-based or employer-based or friendship or, or our families. We go through so much and you just pile those things on top of themselves and you're like, how did that human make it through? How is that human still marching forward? How are they so excited about life? How are they finding joy in the midst of all of that garbage? And I very, very sincerely believe that that is the power of hope. When you can be hopeful for something better on the other side of what you're going through, that is so motivating It's so powerful. It creates the first step, but not just the first step. It creates the first and the second and the third. The reason why I think hope is one of the scariest emotions that we experience is because it is one of the most powerful emotions that we experience. It has the power to change our lives. It has the power to help us feel empowered to change our lives, and it has the power to change the lives of others. I have this, uh, I have this tattoo on my wrist. I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast before or not, um, but when I was going through a really hard time, really dark time for me, I got a star 
put on my put on my wrist on the on the right wrist. It was purposely on the right wrist because I needed it there because um, I wear my my watch on my left. And the reminder was for me that how I handled myself through this really dark time, it mattered not just for myself, but for everyone else around me. And the star was to say that we shine brightest in our darkness. That you can't see the star during the day, even though it's there. But you can see the star when it's dark out. And so for me, choosing hope, choosing joy, choosing to keep going through it, even though it felt so awful that getting out of bed in the morning was a challenge. That was the message that I could send to other people. And not that I you know, needed to do that, not that I was some big shining star, but more that through how I handled myself, my hope was I could give hope to other people. My hope was that I could be a beacon of light in the midst of darkness. Now that tattoo has so many layers to it. This is just one of of many, but all of them center on we shine brightest in our darkest moments. We shine brightest in darkness. Because it's really easy to be hopeful and happy and joyful when it's light out and it's good times. But it is incredibly hard to keep that attitude when it's dark out. And that's the the dogs. Don't worry about that. Um, It's incredibly hard to keep that attitude when things are going badly, when you're going through incredible loss, when you're hurting and when you're aching and when it doesn't make sense for you to get up in the morning that nobody would blame you if you didn't get up in the morning. We shine brightest in our darkness. And that's why hope is so powerful because it's not just how powerful it can be for you and how vulnerable it can be for you, but how powerful it can be for everyone else around you as they look to you when you go through your morning, as they look to you when you go through your hard times, when they need a person to understand them or love them or meet them in the middle. Hope is one of the most powerful things that we can do day in and day out. And it doesn't matter if you're, you're in a good place and you're hoping, that's still really scary, right? To hope for something deeper, to hope for something more for yourself, that's vulnerable, that's scary. Because we all also fall into this place of, well, I've had enough, I shouldn't be greedy, right? And so being hopeful then kind of triggers that piece of it. Hope gets scary because am I asking for too much? Maybe I don't deserve that, right? Maybe I have gotten as good as I'm going to get and I can't get any more than that. So hope also can trigger some places in us about self-worth. Hope is such a powerful emotion. And I'm saying all of this not to scare you, but my hope is to empower you today, to challenge you, to inspire hope inside you in a way that you can inspire hope into other people through the way that you choose to live out your story. This really cool thing has happened and it's called your life. 
and you get the opportunity to live it. And it should first and foremost be about you and how you're living it and how you're fulfilling what you need and getting out and getting your dreams. But there's the second piece called connection where you can inspire and love on and give to others simply through hope. Hope is a powerful emotion because it gives and then it gives and then it gives and then it gives and then it gives gives because I could be giving to someone I talked to today who could turn around and give to the next person and hand it off. I think hope has changed the world. I think hope will continue to change the world. And I think that is a sincerely scary, awesome, amazing thing. So what if today, or if you need to tomorrow, you begin to choose hope? You begin to make yourself a little bit more vulnerable to your dreams and your aspirations and where you want to go. And maybe in doing that, you'll encourage other people around you to be vulnerable and hopeful as well.